You are tuned into the New Old Heads podcast, premiered every Thursday at noon at bringingdowntheband.com and brought to you by No Bad Ideas, Coleman Dental, Printfinity, and Indie CD and Vinyl. Support the New Old Heads by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash newoldheads. Welcome to episode 111 of the New Old Heads podcast. I am not Major 7th. I am Longevity, and I have a hard drive too, as does everybody else at this table. (laughs) (laughs) To the right of me, uh, DJ J. Diff is in the building. Salutations. Hola. Caddy Corner, Brad's DJ. Hello, hello, Sean. How are you? I'm swell. Great, man. And of course, Jay Moore. Yay, what's going on? You know. What's happening? Mm -hmm. As always. How y'all doing? We got Red August over there. Yeah, of course, Red August, yeah. Shout out to the sponsors. You heard it already, yeah. you know, so uh, I'm not going to be redundant right now. Okay, don't do that. You know, uh, but shouts to the sponsors because they're spectacular and shouts to the patrons because they're also spectacular. We appreciate Absolutely. all of you. Thank you mm-hmm. very much. Listen, subscribe. All right. Tell your friends. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. So since I'm new at this, I'm going to go ahead and uh, is there anything sp- particular that you want to talk about before we get into our subject matter today? Uh, I would say uh, we didn't have any political shit to kind of address. Why don't we do Kevin Hart first? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's talk about that. I think that's. Fix your mic real quick. Okay. Is it? <laughs> we good here? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's much perfect. better. Much better. Okay. Yeah. I need to make sure that people can hear me. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So Kevin Hart, um, I'm not overly familiar with what happened outside of the fact that he, well, actually what. They were just pulling up old tweets of his that were mm-hmm. homophobic, I guess. Well, he, well, he was, was uh, he was going to be the host of the Oscars, right? Then the, the old tweets came out. Oh, I see. Then, yeah, I saw D.L. Hughley. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes, Hughley. I like I like it when the he's one of the kings of blur. Is he? I don't <laughs> he think is. he's very funny. Yeah. To be honest, he's my least fun. He's to me the least funny. The of least the, of the kings of comedy. Oh, of the kings of comedy. Yeah. Okay. I, I do think the name D.L. Hughley is really funny. Yeah. I like D.L. Hughley. That sounds like a porn name. <laughs> D.L. Hughley. Hugely, I mean. D.L., yeah. He's on the DL. I always think of this episode of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm when the dude is the main character or whatever. There's a guy named Hugh, but he can't. He never says Hugh. He's always like, hey, how's it going, you? Huh. <laughs> he's like, it's Hugh. So, yeah. Hugh. Yeah, I, I'll give a quick rundown on what's going on. H-U-E. So, uh, I was about to say D.L. Hughley, but. Um, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart was picked to host the, um, what is it, the Grammys? Not the Grammys, Oscars. the Oscars. The Academy Awards, the Aca- if you will. Okay, Academy Awards. Um, once that was announced, all of a sudden all these tweets start coming out about uh, kind of some homo- homophobic, homophobic tweets about what he was saying like in back in 2009, 2011, or whatnot. And he decided that he did not want to apologize because the Academy told him, pretty much apologize so that we can kind of move on and mm-hmm. do our thing. He decided that he did not want to apologize because he had already apologized for those tweets and how he felt at that certain time of his life. And he didn't pretty much, he didn't want to go back and forth again and rehash the things that he had already talked about. So he decided to pretty much back away from doing the Academy Awards, which left people feeling a certain type of way. So how I does did, everybody feel about that? I mean, I did read them. They they definitely were homophobic, but they were like 
2009, 2010. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of them. That's a lifetime ago when you talk about it, yeah. Hollywood. It's well, like early that, Twitter. You like said he is, apologized for it at the time? He apologized for it after the fact. Yeah, he's apologized Mind you, that's been nine years yeah. since See, I that didn't happened. know that. I didn't yeah. know that. And it I doesn't change how I f- necessarily feel, but it makes me feel more validated for feeling the way I feel. I'm happy that Kevin Hart did what he did. I, I am think, too, actually. Especially knowing, again, just what you said, that he had already you know, apologized for it. So it's, I think it's interesting that that's what, that's, that, that's where we're at today. There's people who are going to go back. I mean, he's not running for office. He's not, this is a award show, mm-hmm. you know, and it, I don't know, dude, that seems super duper extra and like uh, way too much to me. What's interesting about it. Well, he too, still apologized though. He still said, I'm sorry, but I've already addressed this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't I mean, an that's, in-depth that's apology more... like like they were asking for. What's interesting about it is, so you have some women who have done the same thing, but their tweets, or should I say a certain type of woman, certain white women have done the same thing. And Amy Schumer and Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and the same energy has not been brought to them. And that's what a lot of people are kind of saying the differences are about it. Me personally, I understand where he's coming from as as far as saying that I've apologized for this before mm-hmm. and I don't wanna I don't wanna keep feeling victimized about it and having to rehash this situation based on where I am and what's being offered to me right now. Right. I G for that actually. i f I'm cool with that. I mean, at what point do you say do you accept somebody's apologize and let them grow? Mm-hmm. You right. Know? Well, so. one of the things that <clears throat> I had to, you know, when I when I talked about this with a couple other people is, first of all, I think Kevin Hart was right not to go ahead and feed the trolls, if you will, uh, and and re-apologize for something he's already apologized for. But the thing is, when you're playing the Hollywood game at his level and you know, you have reached a certain, uh, uh, reached into a certain A-list situation. See, the thing is, for him to apologize to people, you know, maybe when he was just, think like a man, Kevin Hart and, you know, uh, Netflix special Kevin Hart, that's not good enough. Don't apologize. We want you to apologize to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's part of why I'm glad he didn't apologize to them. It's like, look, I don't need your platform to make me Kevin Hart. Some people would just jump at that be like, okay, I'll do whatever tap dancing I got to do. Mm-hmm. Kevin mm-hmm. Hart's like, look, I've addressed this. Um, and he's been through shit recently in the yeah. past, too, that's, you know. And And the thing is. I, I hate these Hollywood apologies more than anything because it's Be- fake as fuck. Because it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. That's that's the like, root of it to me too. One man. of like, the you know I you know I've heard someone say that you know the best apology is change behavior. You know and absolutely. Here is somebody who's basically done nothing but try to spread a level of positivity. Even in his most recent movie, there was you know a homosexual character who they didn't play it like they didn't play it as the the typical homosexual character where that was like, that just happened to be who they were. You know what I'm saying? And so in my mind, like 
why doesn't somebody point at that? Why don't the people who know, why doesn't somebody like Ellen, who's had Kevin Hart on her show, come and say, no, that's not who this person is. Mm-hmm. Like, this this is not who they are. That's not in their heart. But, you know, Ellen's got to play, it doesn't matter how big her show is, she's got to play that same Hollywood game. I was about to Definitely. say, because Ellen doesn't want to lose you know, out on what and, Ellen's got right now. And something, tell, you know, and something tells me, like, and you, you hate to bring the racial component into it, but, you know, it's you know, evident. Though. I feel like a lot, you know, a lot of these, you know, uh, white homosexuals that voted for Donald Trump also now they want to have accountability when it comes to Kevin Hart. Yeah, you know, they voted their whiteness and not their gayness. Now mm-hmm. that we could go a whole another level with that, but you know, we maybe we'll, we'll maybe we'll save that for another day. But I just feel like you didn't apologize, basically to white Hollywood so we don't count your apologies and we don't care about your change behavior we want you to do a little tap dancing for right. us no, you and didn't apologize just to I think to clarify you didn't apologize to gay Hollywood right. to gay Hollywood not white Hollywood white, probably yeah, white gay, white gay Hollywood. Hollywood but yeah so the gay since, part is very I mean not to be you know I mean there's there's I think it's probably well known I'm guessing that there's a lot of homosexuals it has in, to be in, well known in, mm-hmm. um, in the entertainment in business the, yeah, entertainment for sure period. you know so that to me is it's almost kind of like some mob shit. It definitely is. They call they, they, like, they call uh, it the pink mafia. Yeah, and I'm not trying to say and, like and, homo, just side note too. I I without being homosexual can understand how homosexuals throughout the course of time in history have been persecuted mm-hmm. for their you know for their just sexuality, live their life. You know, um, and I know that that stuff happens up until this day. So I'm certainly not um, overlooking any of that at all. But in this one situation, in this one time, I'm happy that Kevin Hart didn't re-apologize and essentially bow down to this kind of like power move. It was, it was a bit of a power play, and you know, especially so. when I, I think about, I'm like, okay, this is what we're doing. If we, because the thing is, if he apologizes, that means everybody whose Twitter history has something questionable, we got to go through everybody. Go scrub it, you know. And the thing is, nothing ever goes away on the internet. You, know, you actually had it happen to um, <laughs> to the, uh, the young man, the recent recipient of the Heisman, the Trophy. Heisman Trophy. They went oh, back, uh, Murray. Yeah, they went back and pulled tweets from when he was fourteen, fifteen years old. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy, right? So imagine a kid. Everybody was a kid in this room. I mean, you can't go through life without being a kid. Mm-hmm. And everybody had some bullshit they was on or thought about or. Right. You know what I'm saying? Represent it. You're pulling tweets on a 14, 15 year old. So where does the buck stop? And I'm not giving anybody a pass as far as you can just say whatever the fuck you want to your 21 and then everything is accountable. You're right. right. I'm not saying that. Let me ask you. Let me ask an even crazier question. Do you think that we'll ever get to a place in society where we're where we will be able to put the same. Uh, what's the best way to describe it? Like, um, almost judgments and things like that on people, or um, not have to do that. Like, do you think we'll ever get to a point in society where we'll say, "Well, young blah blah whatever Murray was fourteen years old, and we don't need to bring this shit up"? I don't think so. I think it depends. People on love the this person. shit, dude. I think it oh, depends. Yeah. This on is the entertainment. Doing it, people eat it up. They I love think it, it depends on the person, their upbringing, um, if they came from nothing or if they came from something. As far as if it matters okay. or not. Carson Wentz. You guys know Carson Wentz is yeah. a quarterback for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. He has been dragged by people because he likes to hunt. And he's tweeted about how he likes to hunt and how him and his dad like to hunt and how he um, 
that's what he grew what, up doing. What and, kind and of other hunting? people have been have dragged deer and shit like that. Okay, that people hunt. Like I do disagree with like people going big game hunting where they're hunting. Like this is lions, this is normal tigers, like shooting bears, South, stuff South like, Dakota yeah. hunting. Okay, you know what I mean. And they're eating the meat. Yeah. All right. Well, but people have dragged him for that. Too. You know what I mean. So at what point like. This is why I don't get involved in a lot of social media and a lot of stuff like that too, because mm-hmm. it's it's really trivial and this is this is really ridiculous too. And if you think you can tell a person's character whether you agree with what they say that's outlandish or you disagree with what they say that's outlandish and you're going to tell me you can tell me the type of human they are off of 140 characters and right. you're going to run and run with these stories and people are going to eat them up and form their own judgments on people they'll never fucking meet. It's insane, dude. People it's, this shit envelops people's time. Well, also, there's a difference between... Because people say, oh, there's an outrage over something. And an outrage might be 50 retweets. Like, I think that's that, that's a good point. I think yeah. the difference between now and then is not necessarily the fact that more people are offended. I think the fact the is that... The immediacy Well, people the immediacy, and we're, we're all notified that everybody is offended. Well, right. So it's the out, it's it's how technology allows us to be connected to everything and everybody to see everything. So I'm sure those people that hated him hunting existed before. But the it's thing just is, now they didn't we have see a, it. A platform now they have a platform to speak on. Like it. remember the show Married with Children with uh, you yeah know, Al Bundy. Bundy. A lot of people couldn't even watch that show. Like up. yeah, and, and at one point. That show was considered controversial because there was this woman in Michigan whose kids, you know, walked in on one of the jokes and she started a letter writing campaign. Now, you understand what a letter writing campaign, that means you have to sit down, write a letter, find an envelope, find who the producers are, get a stamp, (laughs) go down to the post office, and maybe in a week or so somebody might respond to your letter writing campaign. Now all you got to do is say, I'm upset at Kevin Hart. This is insensitive. He should apologize. Hit send and you're done. Right. Like when we talk about outrage, these people aren't actually outraged. They just feel no. like we should be outraged. So yeah. I'm going to join in with the chorus of other people. There's so not I'm as, not called insensitive. There's not as much investment in the outrage. No. It, you know, so like if you told all those people, if you really want to be outraged, you have to write a letter about this. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, I don't have time for that. But at the same, but you know, to go against that, I mean, just because I don't want to write a letter doesn't mean I'm not outraged. True. True. You know, but, so, but you know, now I think it goes along with everything we always, there's something we always talk about, which is, we are in that popcorn, you know, microwave culture in general. It's not just mm-hmm. music. So everything is here. Everything is momentary. I everything wonder, is like, what's going on now? Cool. I don't like this. Nah, let me move on to the next thing I don't like or like. Let me move on to the next thing. Just like, boom, 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 boom. I wonder if those things, my, my, Slim Jesus. That totally makes sense. My, my <laughs> point was more, I wonder if those people who are so outraged by Kevin Hart are also outraged about things that matter. Right. It's weird now because it's it's almost like people are choosing sides as far as what they want to be about. About everything. It's like, thing. all right, so they're trying to make gay or homosexuality the new black. I'm just put it out there. That's, mm-hmm. that's the truth, right? Am I wrong? No. I, from my aspect, no. Because they make it, like, don't get me wrong. There is a persecution there, but... It's just to, it's, it's not the same. To compare them one to one is not exactly, right. but there there's a lot of people trying to compare them as apple to apples. They're not at and all, and they're trying <clears throat> to they would rather get behind supporting homosexuals or 
um, the gay community versus supporting the black people or black. And I think that's where the rate, I think it depends on the person, but I also think that's where the racial element and all that definitely is, is overpowering of the homosexuality or LGBT. I heard someone say if, if Colin Kaepernick said he was kneeling for gay rights, he'd still be in the NFL. Like there'd be people who could get behind Uh, that. But when you're talking about telling the, he's kneeling because he wants police to stop shooting unarmed black people that's hard for other people to yeah, you mean, know because almost kneeling, every everyone know might have a gay co-worker kneeling, uh, kneeling for god or, or or if yes if he was kneeling for god or but or you might have a you might have a, a gay family member or somebody that you care about you know you there's a lot of people in this country that can't relate to police violence against unarmed black people so it's, right. it's not something that concerns them in fact it turns them off and it makes them angry speaking of which it's a great point if you have you want to add something real quick because after that i want to try oh no transition I was just saying, into I thought a, they were, i'm gonna throw something in there real i thought quick. they were different they're there's they i understand what the that uh that sentiment you know but obviously the experiences i think throughout history are just have just been different but, mm-hmm. yeah um i was gonna say like do y'all think that because you know uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, and Kevin Hart are very good friends? Mm-hmm. He hasn't said anything about this. Now, do you think he's not saying anything about it based off trying to protect his own image? Why would he and say his something? own character? Because that's his friend. So, like, say something happens to you. Okay. Whether I agree with it or not, I'm probably going to say something about it. I see. Especially being in that position. I guess I don't look at it either way. I mean, I feel like I don't think anybody should have to come out. But see, that that goes back to yeah. the Hollywood game I was talking about. Yeah, uh, I mean, to, that's and that's kind of where Rock, I'm trying to come the from. The Rock like, is I, not going to throw himself into this when he's got movies getting ready to come out. He's got another Fast and Furious movie. He's going to be a uh, in um, a one of the Warner Brothers superhero movies. Mm-hmm. He he's not trying to involve himself in this. So like whether that's his friend or not, there's a difference between friends and probably Hollywood friends. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't think you're gonna jump out the window for one of your Hollywood friends. So when do you have to say something as far as something that your friends? I think well there there are people in. who've already like I haven't heard Tiffany Haddish say anything, and he champions Tiffany Haddish. And so like like I said, these like you. I don't. I don't want to make like. I think that's kind of a, a messed up thing to say. The pink mafia or the rainbow mafia. Like I, I. I know they don't appreciate that, so I don't think that's cool. Yeah, that's not cool. But at the same time, like these, you know, it, it's a situation where this is a look or a platform or it could stop a check or like, hey, you don't know which head of which uh, studio uh, may may be gay or have a family member that's gay. They're not going to involve themselves in this. So like. I under like like I said, when you get to that level, and you know D.L. Hughley can stand up for him, you know that's fine. But he's not like, and I like D.L. I like his radio show, and I, I you know I read his last book. I I enjoy what he does, but he's not at he's not at Kevin Hart's level to where nah. he can he can jump out of the window and say these things. Yeah. Like somebody who's trying to get to that A list mm-hmm. and who's got movies coming out and has a project they need to talk about. When they get interviewed, they don't have to bring up Kevin Hart and hey, what do you think about what Kevin Hart said? They're there when they go on these shows. They got eight minutes and mm-hmm. they want to talk about what they want to talk about, which is their upcoming. I feel, project. I feel like he he prob- just to close it. I feel like he would probably say something if he was asked. Mm-hmm. You know, but I don't know if it's I don't know if I'd necessarily he's not, yeah. feel. Yeah, he's not going to jump out of the window. And just I stay, personally, I don't know if I feel like it it's it's his place to even come out and have it's an not. opinion on it. You mm-hmm. know, like that's Kevin Hart's thing. You know, if if 
something. And Kevin Hart has moved on like if, at this if point. If something happens to one of my friends, like I may say something in public, depending on what it is, but unless somebody really asks me about it, I'm probably just going to, or I hear somebody talking about it. I think you me know what personally, I mean? if somebody's dragging one of my friends personally, I'm going to say something about it. Because I think I'm it just fi- depends on what it is. I'm going to feel a certain type of way about you dragging right. my friend. If your like, Hollywood, to, your to friend your, or your, your Hollywood point, friend. Right, to your point where you're saying your friend or your Hollywood friend. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. lucky that I actually work with my friend. So. Right. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. I mean, we're all Hollywood, so. <laughs> it's so, so Hollywood. Yeah. Support our Patreon. It's crowdfunding. Yeah, that's how Hollywood <laughs> we are. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, real quick, I'm, I'm going to butcher her name. Do you guys know Miss Brown's first name? Uh, is it Centoya? Is Centoya? Is that I how you pronounce so, it? I believe mm-hmm. so. So this this is something that I remember us either talking about or bringing Briefly. up maybe like a year or so ago or, yeah. or not too long ago. But she was the six or is the 16. Well, she was 16. Mm-hmm. 16 year old. Uh, say it. Say their Say your name again. Centoya. Centoya. Right. Yeah, yes. Centoya Brown shot and killed Johnny Allen, a 43 year old Nashville resident who picked her up for sex. It was an act of self-defense. She explained to police later, blah, blah, blah. Um, this is this story has reemerged of mm-hmm. late. Um, due she to was a, sentenced. She was sentenced, yeah. What and she get? 51, 52 she years. 51 years before she's eligible for patrol. Um, what about parole? She has to do 50, yeah. No, 50. I just, you said patrol. Oh, I was patrol. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, before she can go uh, on patrol, too. Actually, yeah, okay. actually, it says uh, concurrent life sentences in Tennessee will only be eligible for patrol after 50, <laughs> after serving 51 years in prison. So there's been a lot, I mean, her story is kind of a messed up story. Um, I I think it's, it's cool to kind of see it reemerging and people talking about it again. I've even seen uh, a lot of people share stuff online about, uh, calling the people in Tennessee mm-hmm. about uh letting her off. I, f- I forget who's in office who gets who's done at the end, but it's like governor? Cont- the governor or, or whoever to to pardon her and whatnot. So um yeah, that's uh that is in the news right now and I thought that that was an interesting thing perhaps. Um do you think are you familiar with the the alleged story that mm-hmm. it is or is not self-defense? That's really the argument. Yes, but I don't know the details to be able to form my own opinion on whether or not I think it. Like I, I haven't played juror. Yeah, well, my interpretation was that she was a minor. Well, when she was a minor, mm-hmm. she was not. Was she? It was she or was she not there against her will? No, I believe she was not there against her will. Okay. Since she was, and I'm not trying. I, I don't. Here's my understanding of it. She was a. She had a, obviously a very rough upbringing. Um, I don't think her parents were around or were there for her at all or supported her. She became a prostitute at a fairly young age. Right. Um, this guy was a John who had picked her up. It, during the course of them doing whatever, she felt or what she was stated stated was she felt in danger and felt like her she was he was going to kill her. I don't know what he did to make her feel that way. If okay. he actually physically hit her. If he was strangling her, if he just was creepy, I don't know. I see it here. And right, then right she now. killed him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay, so Miss Brown characterized her survival strategies as a survival sex work or teenage prostitution for an adult pimp. While she says that she was coerced into sex work by cutthroat, 
She never described herself as a child sex slave, a term that is now being used to characterize her. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's been a, a talking point as well. Um, let's see. It says, Alan propositioned her and attempted to haggle her down from $200. They finally agreed, and then apparently everything happened. I don't know. It's an interesting, interesting conversation, I guess. Uh, maybe not so interesting if we all agree on it. I think based so, off, well, especially her age, mm-hmm. and she's sixteen years old, prostituting herself. Like that's 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 a whole nother story in its own. So them have to not look at what's going on as far as right. why she's doing that for survival. That's a whole nother story. Ten years for her, ago, for her to be, feel yeah. uncomfortable right. in a situation to the point where she wanted to kill somebody or feel like her life was threatened. I mean, that that's, I don't know, man, that's, that's a tough situation to be in and have to make a call on in order to get yourself out of that situation. So how are you trying a a youngster as an adult in that? I don't even, how old is she now? Oh, I'm not sure. Let me look it up. But what I the only point is 10 years ago that she was a 16 year old, prostitute and now and now she was a member of now she's a part of the child sex slave ring i think there's been a lot more attention um i think for great cause around the fact that being a 16 or teenage prostitute isn't just being a prostitute it is you are a minor that's a part of a you're a sex slave there's a whole that man was making her do that there's a whole exhibit about it at the um underground railroad museum in uh, Cincinnati. Oh, really? There's a whole exhibit about that whole trade. I mean, it's it's something that didn't have as much focus with that terminology, I feel like, mm-hmm. 10 years ago or 15 or 20 years ago. But I'll give you an example about that, too, though. 2012 was the Super Bowl here in Indy. Oh, yeah. And I remember there being commercials about, you know, if if you're in danger or if you're part... I mean, they would... <laughs> if you're part of one of these rings, call us. Um, it, like, this shit's... It's wild to me because I don't. Just don't I mean, obviously, know nothing about it, but it's just disgusting. And um, so, for better, word, I'm glad that it's that her case is being reviewed or people are. Um, but I don't know enough about it. So, like, Here, have, like here's another here's another angle for this. All right. So, since the since the recent surge of interest in her case, case, excuse me, graphic artists have uh, created an image of Brown with the pigtails she donned during her trial when she was 16. This was 13 years ago, apparently, um, accompanied by the text free her um another image of her at a similar age has been appropriated into a meme juxtaposed with the rapist brock turner's mugshot using her incorrect age and unconfirmed case uh circumstances other memes have claimed a pedophile sex trafficking ring was responsible for the violence visited upon her why are these images and memes being circulated is an adult a 29 year old black woman an unsympathetic victim and if so, why? Well, I think that that's, that's, another, that's another that's another yeah. element to it as that, well. That plays a great deal into it because you're thinking about 51 years. Yeah, you know, think about the um, you know almost anybody convicted of murder across the board. People get you know I I I, I watched a, a documentary about um, the uh, football player Will Smith uh, played for New Orleans and he was yeah. uh, shot seven times. Uh, the guy who shot him got 25 years um, in Dallas. The police officer that, you know, shot uh, up a, a a car full of teenagers and killed one of them. He got 15 years. 
where does 51 years come into play? Right. Like, I think that's that's one of the things that, that blows me away. And I think part of this is about people we do not find sympathetic because, you know, and this is this just happened to be something that popped up on my on my phone today when we were talking about uh, there's a, a former uh, Baylor fraternity president um, who uh, choked a young woman until she became unconscious and then sexually assaulted her. And he's not going to serve any time in jail, and he doesn't even have to register as a sex offender. It's partially because I think in the same thing in the Brock Turner, we don't want to ruin this young man's life. Just right. because it, it, it's always in certain people's um, uh, minds when there are certain people who commit crimes as devious and as violent and as heinous as they are, they're considered mistakes. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, they're actually they're divided into classes as well, too. And mind you, this 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 person, uh, the the young man in Baylor, uh, young man, I'm being very generous to even call him that. Um, uh, you know, sexual assault, you know, and and uh, and uh, sexual deviant, if you will. I'll go ahead and give him that. Mm. Um, he's an adult point out he's he's in college this is he, you know if you're above 18 uh what you do is considered adult behavior and you should mm-hmm. be uh charged as such but you know here it is someone who is a child and if you are in any kind of sex work as a child where does that even come into play we we needed to get help for this young woman that's right. that's, so that's, that's where it comes into play with me that's the positive and that's the positive of this i guess being brought back up and with more focus in my opinion on child sex slaves and child sex sex rings and um just thing things along along those lines i think to jay moore's point when she was originally convicted she was just seen as the prostitute right i don't think she was seen as she was just seen as another poor i mean i can't i wasn't there but i mean that's my best guess whereas you know with you know with some of these other folks that they seem they're viewed with a different lens and the outcome is completely different so maybe it's. I think it's yeah. a good thing. Now, to your point, Sean, with especially when I heard you say falsifying things in the memes, right? I think there are there are contingents of people in this country, and that's been proven. I think through the through the um, um, shit, and even outside of this country, through the election with Trump and all that stuff, that like to get people fired up, right? Yeah, you know, and, and honestly, you it know, doesn't. You even have to say do the right thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can make shit up and get people fired up. You know, and honestly, like, child sex worker, that's enough to where you should be. There's something in, in, yeah. in you in that should be bothered. Yeah. So. Well, if you're not familiar with this case, I would say go ahead and check out more information on this and uh, um, become educated. Have a conversation with somebody. Yeah. Um, we're about halfway through. I'm going to go ahead and shout out our sponsors real quick. Shouts to No Bed Ideas with their brand new knits. Mm. We got one on the table right now. Since Mike's not here, I think I might have to take the hat. <laughs> I usually try to take. Also, shout to Coleman Dental. I'm not going to read the phone number, but you can look them up. Uh, you can also see them Coleman flash. Coleman with a K. Mm-hmm. Coleman with a K. You can see them flashing on our screen every get, once in a while. Get your teeth right. Get your teeth right, you know. Uh, also, Indy City and Vinyl. Shouts to Annie and uh, Andy uh, for uh, hooking us up with the cool, exclusive vinyl every every uh, week for our patrons. And uh, also, of course, Printfinity, you know. Mm-hmm. Get yourself Word. something custom. You know. I got a I got a custom Printfinity. You know. He does. Printfinity, no vowels. And, uh, of course, bringing down the bands of hub. So check that out as well. Uh, what else we got here? All right, so moving on. I'm, we in music? 
Let's talk about it. somebody else can say it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> Going to the music. <laughs> Thank you. Point yeah. of the show. Right. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Memphis. Yeah. Right. That's Memphis right. and uh, east, west, south, north, north. adjacent, uh, adjacent, Orange Mound, County Orange seat. Mound, County seat, all in un- unincorporated areas. Barbecue Indeed. sauce and Philly because Mike's scared of Philly now. Yeah. Because yeah, of he is. the thing that uh, Sean did. I didn't do anything. Did you not? Do anything? Nothing? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. okay. All right, that's fine. You'll have to go to the archives to find out. <laughs> have to get out there and smooth, uh, smooth some things out, man. So, Definitely. So, so we have a couple little topics here. Um, I think one may transition into the other. Let's first let's let's bring up the Grammy nods first, and then we'll talk about um, some of these other ideas. Right. Good um, for Kendrick. Yay, Kendrick. So who all's? So let's see. Uh, who do I? Mac Miller got nominated. Travis Scott's album. Uh, so Mac Miller Swimming got nominated. Uh, Travis Scott's what was it called again? Astro Kid. Astro World. Astro Kid. <laughs> I think that's a <laughs> should have been game. called Astro Kid. Yeah. That's Ast- like a cartoon. That's cool. It? That's it's it. like my I don't bad. know much about Travis Scott. I just like the, I like the term Astro Kid. Uh, Cardi B's me. album. Uh, I forget what it's called. Me too. Everything actually is not <laughs> nominated in the hip hop or rap category either. Which well, these. Is well, I'm reaching. Well, right. Yeah, they nominated Post Malone for like album of the year. Let me yeah. see if I can pull. Dude, this people up. fucking love Post Malone. I dude. don't. His, it's crazy because his last two him. albums. His last two albums are always <laughs> in the top serious, ten. Now. Bro, I. D- All right. No, they either like him or they can't stand him. Yeah, it's I'm pretty different. much what I it just, is. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, let's. What, what was the other one? Uh, Jay Z? No, not Jay Z. Was it Jay Z? Nah, I know the uh, I know. Uh, Black, Panther Black Panther soundtrack is on there. A lot of I got well, a few up. songs from there on there. Kendrick is nominated, isn't he? Is he not? Yeah, through the Black Panther soundtrack. Gotcha. Yeah. I should have been more. Uh, you know, uh, Kod did not make the nod. So J Cole, J. Cole fans are really vivid. yeah. Huh. Yes, I was looking for the hip hop category though. Where's that at? So hip hop category B made it, and J Cole didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. That's well, what. and that that kind of goes into what we're talking about. Okay, here we're is going actually, to stream into. I actually found no, it. Okay, no pun intended. Streams best mm. rap performances. Be careful, Cardi B. Okay, Drake. Nice for what? King's Dead. Kendrick Lamar. J Rock. Future and James Blake. Bubbling. Anderson Pac. Sicko Mode. Travis Scott. Okay, let's let's just go to the albums. The albums is more one album. This is this is the weirdest list. Is that best the rap, rap album? album? Best rap yeah. albums: Invasion of Privacy mm-hmm. by Cardi B. That's okay, one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't know what her album. Swimming, was Mac Miller. Okay, okay. Victory Lap, Nipsey Hussle, right. Daytona, Pusha mm-hmm. T, Pusha. Astro World, Travis Scott. This uh, okay, this, yeah. that's terrible. It's just weird. <laughs> What's ah. so weird about it is so you have all of those you have those people or artists that are on the rap category that aren't mentioned in any other category. Right. But then you have Drake that's in every other category yeah. but the rap category. I don't think they know what they're doing anymore. I don't think they but, know what they're doing anymore either. I think they're afraid to... But score, yeah, because score, anytime they do anything they, or put they somebody mess in a category, up. they're like, what the like, fuck is wrong with you? Drake, yeah. Drake is not up for rap album of the year, but he's up for album of the right. year. Right, what type of shit is that? That almost never happens for you to not be nominated in your category I'll, but be nominated for album of the I'll, year. I'll say this. Looking at the best rap album, the only one on here that I say could... that. Potentially, I would probably swap out for something else. Would probably be Daytona. I would probably swatch da- swap Daytona, Daytona out. Daytona is actually pretty dope. And J- in my opinion, I'm not saying it's okay. It's not right? the best one on that list. But I would put J Rocks over his. Yeah, well, I, I, put, I definitely this is gonna be like crazy. Yeah, this he, this guy would never. J Cole's as well. 
this would never be on that list, but I think Book of Ryan should be on that list. Book of Ryan, definitely. And that's a so great that, album. that's what that's what happens when you don't have a Source Awards anymore. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those albums have no chance again. Yeah, Book of Ryan has some of the best songs I heard this year. It is, but but just the album of the year. Come on, Invasion of Privacy album of the year. I thought it was a stretch to get rap album of the year. But I understand why. And it's based off, and this is going to this goes but into this what not, we're going to talk about you later. Do popularity, as watch the American Music Awards, not yeah, the Grammys. Right, right, that's true. But unfortunately, we live in a time and day and age where everybody wants to be a certain way. So, with the streams and those being put into play, it changes pretty much the whole face of everything as far as those awards are concerned. But then it's it's just all over the place, like. Beer Bongs and Bentleys by Post Malone is nominated for Album of the Year. But again, everybody loves Post Malone. So. Dirty Computer by Janelle Monet. Like, I didn't see that one coming because I didn't think. I would have liked to see November by Sir on there. That would have been. I would have too. That's my favorite. But her talking to the mic a little bit, you know. But her is is being is nominated. <laughs> it's her her you know who has so I didn't see that one coming either, but. I don't know. It's just all over the place. I think it's because the Grammys get it so wrong. They're just like, all right, we're just going to throw a whole bunch of stuff out there. Sometimes you just got to throw the whole award show away. Did, uh, <laughs> did, X, did X get nominated for anything? He did not. It doesn't mm-hmm. look like it as I'm scrolling. Uh, I mean, there's so many categories for so many things. Uh, it's just the Carters got nominated for Best Urban Contemporary Album. Yeah. What the Whatever fuck that does means. Urban Contemporary Yo, mean? Chris, Dr- Dave, and the Drumheads did too, though, and that, that they're actu- that's actually a really dope project. What Michelle, else? Beck is on there. Beck makes it every year. I don't know how. Michelle because Beck is a dope, yeah. dope, dope musician. The reason why I'm saying that, <laughs> no, the reason why I'm that's saying why that is because it. you never know that Beck even made an album until they start the telling people you that the follow Grammy Beck shit. do. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. There's a lot we don't. <laughs> yeah. We might not. Although I. I catch when I knew Beck put something out. Let me ask you. Know what you I mean? Or when he does, I, I hear about it. I might not listen to all of it, but he's the dude's incredible. Legitimate, le- legitimate question. Out of these five people, these groups that got nominated for best alternative music album, how many do we know? Arctic Monkeys. I've heard of them. Okay, I haven't. Nope. Beck. Okay, yep. there okay. is Beck. Bjork. Okay. okay. Yeah. David Byrne. Yeah, yeah. yeah. David mm-hmm. Byrne's from the Talking Heads. Okay, mm-hmm. right. Incredible. And Saint Vincent. Don't know that. I don't know them. No. So I mean I'm just saying like, but my the point that I'm making here is we're not as versed in the stuff you know as Beck music. I mean, yeah. well, I mean it is. <laughs> I have some a, Beck albums. He's a great guitarist. Yeah, he's a great. I, he, so yeah, just musician in general. But um, I don't know his music, you know, like that. Shots to the Wood Brothers, you know. So what category would a Drake album go into since <laughs> it's not nominated as the rap album of the year, but it's nominated as album of the year? They just need to create a category for pop music, pop album like. Pop, whatever. I don't know. Just they, bullshit they do. ass bullshit. <laughs> How bad is it? How bad do they just want to be like? Can we just do best white person album? Yeah, that's <laughs> like honestly. Why can't we just do that? Might be that accurate. is honestly what they do for best pop album. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> hey, Eminem's lucky you got got nominated. Hey, you mentioned that, didn't you? That's not even so, the best his, song his, on his album. His whole not, album didn't get nominated though. It shouldn't have. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, Although a lot of his like diehard fans and I, I remember when he, I mean I thought he was spitting on that album. I mean it was a little meaner than the previous. mind you on the second album of the year. Yeah, the first one was oh yeah, hot garbage. Mm-hmm. Hold up, hold up, hold up. There's another category: producer of the year, non-classical. Boy Wanda, Larry Klein, Linda Perry, and Kanye West and Pharrell Williams. Man, That's... if I'm Metro Boomin', I'm pissed off. Right I know, now. really. 
Seriously. If I'm mustard, I'm pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, if I'm, LMA oh, did dude. not make that list. If I'm, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm taking Kanye West off for any of those guys. If yeah. I'm, if I'm any of those like 808 Mafia Atlanta dudes, none of them, none of them. You know when I you mean, say not, best, not Mike Will, none of those dudes made it. Hmm. When you say yeah, and he's all over Kendrick, yep. everything. Oh, wow. yep. But when you say best pop vocal album, and you're like best white person, let's see who's nominated: uh, Camila Cabello, Kelly Clarkson, Ariana Grande, Shawn Mendes, Pink, Taylor Swift. It's like there yeah, just stuff that doesn't sound like rap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, did be- y'all see that? Uh, best music video is a little different though. It is all all rap. Hip-hop. Did y'all see that? Um, what's her name? Uh, Miley Cyrus is now going back to hip hop. Yeah, she because wants to work with yeah, Mike. Mike's let, will made it's going to. Yeah, her and White again. didn't work out like she thought. Ain't let, that some shit? Let's do this. Let's do. Let, let's transition out of the Grammys because the Grammys suck. Yeah, yeah. and uh, let's talk about this a little bit because we talked about this recently. Um, when I say recently, I mean when she decided to quit hip hop because yeah. she didn't agree with the uh, the imagery and the way that it was portraying people. All of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Because um, to her, hip-hop was all suck my dick. And, and wear some Jordans and yeah. get, a, get a grill. And twerk your chicklets. And we're, <laughs> or chicken cutlets. Or and, and, so, and, so, and so far, we're just talking about her videos. So, uh, yeah. So, how do you guys feel now that she has... Re- so, she came back. Mark Ronson put out a single um, with her on it um, that I saw that... As soon as I saw her driving in the car, I was like, how ironic that she's back now. Um, I intentionally didn't listen to it because of that. I was like, if you once you step out, you're going to me. Once you make those statements, I was I'm not. You're interested. dead to Jay Moore, Miley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not that she cares, but I was like, I wasn't particularly interested before, but now that she, you know, when she made those statements, I was like, okay, well, now I have no interest in even checking out your music. Here's, I, here's the thing: the people that really like her don't care about what we think about not right at here all. about all this. Yeah. playing yeah. hip-hop and you know Having, in our eyes playing herself as far as hip-hop was concerned mm-hmm. it kind of goes back to what we were talking about fame. last week as far as fads and things like that because she's or or even the uh how they made it easy to rap or be involved in hip-hop mm. because she see that this last album did not work for her as well as mm-hmm. the one when she was on the wrecking ball did yeah, yeah. so who so really now, likes miley cyrus exactly that. so now she wants to go back to mike will made it in order to kind of create that sound again, in order to make more money. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. You don't give a fuck about what people are listening to. You want a put. You want to put somebody in your studio that's going to create that vibe that they feel like is popular right now because you want to cash in on it. Have you noticed that with none of these comments, Miley was like, you know, my soul really was just feels... <laughs> X or Y or Z has nothing to do with musically what she. Nah. It has to do 100% with what's going to make me the most popular now. Fine. That's her job. Yeah. Can't really front on that. You know what I mean? But why why isn't she trying country? As a hardcore hip hop cat? Like, fuck out of here, man. Why isn't she trying country? Her dad is Billy Ray Cyrus. Because country's not as cool. Exactly. Well, actually, it's funny because. Now, they sell, the you can two, still sell a lot of records in country. Right? The two top acts in country right now are two um, black men. Hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Multiracial black men. One was, uh, I don't remember his name, but I mean, he does not look like Every a time, quintessential. Let me propose this question. Singer. Let me take a little deeper. What do you think about. All right. So she's got a song with Mark Ronson, mm-hmm. which he's an extremely talented producer. 
He mm-hmm. was uh, responsible for some stuff with Amy Winehouse. For he's sure, been uh, around doing Bruno stuff. Mars, you know, he's been around. He's had a he's had a hell of a run. Can DJ um, too, but really well. he's also kind of a hip hop dude in a way. Oh, he's ahead. So big time. And then we have Mike. Will made it. What do you think about the people out here that are working with her now? After she has made her comments, goes back to what I said about Hollywood friends. They want to check. Do you too. fuck with them? Do you they fuck with them? They want to check too. Right. Like I'm not going to act like you know. Look, Mike will killed what he did for Kendrick you know so I feel like he should save that energy for people who are in the culture but I understand there are checks involved I feel pretty much exactly the same way um I don't I say fuck him I can't <laughs> I can't front on Mark Ronson or can't because to be, be honest with you though Mark Ronson while he is a hip-hop dude I don't know Mark Ronson's background yeah. super well except that he's but he's been involved with a lot of pop music. He has absolutely. He's absolutely. definitely pop. So yeah. while he might be rooted in hip hop or you know things like that, he's a. So to me, it doesn't surprise me at all. Mm-hmm. Now, Mike will get that. Get your money, dude. Fuck it. I get. I guess. I, I so you know. can then maybe you know take a chance on another project right. with somebody. For those else that don't know, Mike will to maybe lose a little. You know what I mean, or something. Yeah. To me, know. then the cycle never ends that way. Yeah, but for those that don't know, Mike will he's he's behind. Uh, uh, Ray Schremert or Ear Drummers Backwards, whatever the hell. Um, he's very instrumental. This in, should have been, been up for Music Video of the Year. And uh, Molly Cyrus as far as how her career ascended and pretty much picked up other fans that she did not have. Um, I don't know all the other things that he's putting his foot into now, but for the most part, people know him for Ray Schremert and Molly Cyrus. Right. Um, for him to dip back into Miley Cyrus is is he's chasing a paycheck. I mean, I understand. I I don't. I can't take anything thing away from him as far as not wanting to be himself because he's pretty much given her that sound that she wants to for run sure. with or whatnot. For sure. But at the end of the day, it's it's for the check. It's for the accolades. It's it's for all of that type shit. Yeah, and he could be the one credited with bringing her back to the charts, and right. it's yeah. like, hey, Mike, yeah. we'll made it up for producer of the I, year. I can appreciate that. I just don't. I just don't respect it. I guess so, and I understand the point of it, but that's just where I stand with it. That's okay. just how I feel. Speaking of crazy stream numbers, um, let's talk about streaming. Okay, Spotify. Yeah. So recently, all the artists that we know, uh, we've seen. Well, most artists have. A lot that, that have artists accounts with Spotify have been sharing how many plays they've had and blah, 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 especially the independent artists. Mm-hmm. Um, Post Malone had a billion people love him, and he's very similar <laughs> to Miley Cyrus, <laughs> a billion yes. in different yes. ways. <laughs> Post Malone, okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> we needed a sound effect One for that. Billion <laughs> times two. He got a he could have got hit with that. He's got AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> well, he might still could. Uh, but uh, yeah, so and I'm totally not. I just it, I don't. I, yeah, <laughs> not for me, man. Uh, so let's 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 talk about this then. Um, Terry, do you want to kind of lead this since this was kind of your idea? Um, you mentioned the fact streaming numbers, Spotify uh, is having talent enough in today's age, or is it? Um, yeah. or is more required? Um, all right. So, um, I think that the question was, um, is talent. Do we really care about talent today in today's day and age as far as uh, what did it say? I'm sorry. Like at all? You know, you like, mean in hip hop or? In, no, just in general. What did I, I say? That, I'm sorry. Is having talent enough in today's climate? Okay. I mean, right. we've kind of talked about this many times. But. We have. Um, and the reason why I brought it up is 
kind of based on um, people's streaming numbers and Spotify and things like that, because I think it all ties into each other. Um, a lot of people's grind and what they're doing is way higher than their talent level as far as um, getting in front of people or people actually following them for their music subject matter or whatnot. So where, where is the common ground between those two as far as where you marry your talent and your hustle or your backing and things like that? Because I, I think right now you need both. You actually, you need more of the money factor right now because you need to be able to be seen in front of these millions and millions of artists that are all trying to pretty much pull their way to the top. And I just kind of want to, See how everybody felt about that. Well, it depends on what your goal is. I'll be short because you guys, I think I really want to hear what you guys have to say about this, but I'll be relatively short. I think it depends on what your goal is as a person or as an artist, right? If um, if if being the best at your craft is what's most important to you, the most talented or the most skilled at your craft, then I think that, that will come out. But the point we've made a lot of times on this show is we all know to, in today's day and age, that's just unfortunately not enough, especially in if you want to be involved with music. Um, I don't know enough about other industry. You know what I mean? To say that I, I know in my profession, you can't act like you're a good business analyst. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have to actually be a good business right. analyst to make money. So, um, so where do people draw the line as far as their talent? You think, do you think that people try harder to be talented or do people try harder to be known and the, the in latter. this social uh, media age? I the, think the latter. I think people – I think it depends where they're rooted at. You know, we're, I don't think necessarily everybody now – like this is an argument that could be made. But everybody that proclaims – and Mike and I agree on this because we talked about it many times. But Which Mike? Mike Chamberlain. Okay. So that's the major seventh. Uh, but uh, – <laughs> But everybody that wants to proclaim that they're an artist in today's age isn't necessarily an artist to me. And I think there's a difference between an artist and an entertainer. I think there's a difference in your goals. If you're jumping into this and you're making music and after a while you're like, oh, maybe I can make some money at this. Let's do that as well. As opposed to I'm going to be an artist to make money like, or I'm going to use this trade to make money. I think those are two different things. And I think that's the overlap that we're having right now. We have the overlap of artists, the people that care more about the art, and then people that will say, eh, you know, I, I'm just here to make the money. And I think that's the di- that's why we always preface stuff like, hey, get your money. I don't agree with it, but get your money. Like, I- I'm with that to an extent because I understand it, but it does dumb everything down to me. You know, it does dumb the art and the culture down. To your point, if if all you do is go and get the money and, you, and, and, and you're... This is just me talking. The reason why I felt that way about Mike Will specifically in the last time is because Mike Will has done really dope shit and contributed a lot previously. Mm-hmm. If all you do is get the money and you've not... Let's take Takashi, for example. Right. Okay? And well, let's go back before Treyway and all that stuff, too. He was a part of this like this scum gang deal where the whole thing was just, just to be as outrageous as you possibly can be. Mm-hmm. The videos had all this super graphic and violent and... This, you know what I mean, and all that stuff. So it's none of it was super skilled. Um, the cat that used to rhyme with him was a better rapper, I, I would say. You know what I mean? But um, it was to get attention. It was to get people to pay attention. And that graphic imagery and all that stuff. People, people, especially young people, they 
They're drawn to they that. They love that shit. Right. So okay, it's so not he, about so the talent. It's more about no, there wasn't who can you talent get there. to pretty much produce a mind-blowing it's video for you. Correct. It's, it's, and what's the most outrageous shit I can show on this on this, on this, this TV screen or this computer screen to this person? The most outrageous shit I can say to accompany this graphic imagery? That was the angle initially for him. It's, well, about, it's all about garnering attention. You know, like, how can I grab people's attention in this small space where... Everybody has a short attention span. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that thing right there is changing all the time. So I think, oh, that, for sure. I, I think the argument is like the same. Yeah. It's just that the thing that's being used varies throughout yeah. time. Well, you know. I'll wrap this up just real quick. Okay. We do not what is it, participate in attention-seeking behavior. That's why fucking Griselda, that's why I respect them so much and we talk so much about them. Because they're them. There's nothing, there's no faking. I'm not going to say something outrageous or ridiculous or act a certain way or or do whatever all these other people are doing to get attention. Like you like us because of what we make, like right. that's respectable to me. Not I'm going to bend and fold or I mean, back to Takashi. Now he's, then he was a gangster. Right. He went from being kind of like a skater type, gothy, almost type kid to now I'm a gangbanger. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with how good of a rapper he was. It had nothing to do with any of that. It was just what people ate up. Sorry, Jay. No, no, it's no problem. I mean, and I think part of what, what um, Terry was bringing up was like, hey, do you know you have to have this much money to kind of get all these looks and and have a certain level of attention brought to you? That's the thing. Like, It really is about the certain level of attention that you can grab, and that doesn't cost a lot of money. I'll give you a perfect example, and it has to be done right, though, because I think this young lady kind of messed up the rollout of her viral moment. Was remember Doja Cat can't put out that video, yes. "Bitch I'm a Cow." Mm-hmm. It was basically just her in a cow costume, um, you know, eating a hamburger in front of like Microsoft clip art. It was a nice representation. Uh, well, yeah, I'm not hating on it, uh, <laughs> she's, but she's a pretty young lady. But at the same time, like from that moment where she said herself i'm just kind of trolling because she already had a record deal and like you know she had songs in anderson Park. i had no idea i went i went and checked out what she had done before she had like four projects or something right exactly and she's out touring now but at the same time like the song that had people into her and wanting to find out more about her bitch i'm a cow it didn't get put up on any of the streaming services for like another two or three weeks like there were people who put out remixes of bitch I'm a cow before she put out the official version she of bitch. Up. It's mm. just crazy for someone who doesn't know what I'm talking about. And I've just said bitch I'm a cow five times in a row. <laughs> but like that's part of you're it. really you're, missing out if you haven't seen. This. If you're going to produce these viral moments, you better be ready to monetize them capitalize and capitalize. Them. Absolutely. You know, if if this is what you're going to do, then you better do it right. If not, it's all for not. Like you don't ha- if you, you you don't have your viral moment ready is not registered on BDS. For those of you who don't know what BDS is, uh, when your song gets played on the radio in mix show anywhere in the country, it's re- it's uh, it's counted by uh, the service called BDS. Mm-hmm. So, SoundScan, same yeah, thing. yeah, and so like the same thing when you sell something, it goes through SoundScan. All these, it used to be a time way back in the day. When I say way back in the day, I say the eighties. Basically, program directors would turn in basically a written list of songs that they played and we just took their word for it mm. you know it's not like that anymore anything everything is on computer and can be uh, uh and can be itemized and in that case monetized but even- and to your point too as far as monetizing these things um you are, you have this case right now with uh what's the guy's name where they took his dance and put it in the video game Oh, the uh, two Millie with the Millie Rock. Right, Millie Rock is in, uh, what, what's the Fortnite. game? Fortnite. Fortnite, okay. 
So you have that dance where actually people were telling him where they had this whole a lot of people saying that you need to get paid for this. He's just now suing for his likeness or dance being used in this game. So if you're going to go that route as far as not necessarily being the most talented person out here and you want to be the one that's viral and everybody's into what you're doing, you need to make sure that your your um your T's are crossed and your I's are dotted. And that's mm-hmm. that's even more so to the the sound scan and stuff. You, you go to a distribution service and put your song out there. Right. You put your one song on and that's there. That's just off of a dance. He Cop. came up with this dance and, and he has that's his only song that I know is right. Millie Rock. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But if you put your song out there on a distribution service, it'll make it so that nobody can take your song on YouTube. You get if somebody when they watch it, you get paid for it. You right. Know? And that's but a lot of times people are just putting stuff up and hoping it'll stick and they're not they're not doing their, they're not getting their paperwork together. And so it gets out of their hands. Yeah. So and, yeah, she definitely messed up in that situation. And she's How much on a record label. Loss from oh, doing look, that? she I think she missed her song charting. Um because the thing is, once is once the moment that is over, that song shouldn't chart though. It should no. It will. No, I, I, it, it won't I mean, all those, you know, because when, when Takashi would talk about, I got a song that charted, yeah, it came in at number 95 yeah. or, or came in at 73. No like, song named Bitch on Macau should chart. It, <laughs> if Post Malone can be up <laughs> for Yo, album shit. of the year with an album called Beer Bongs and Bentleys, Bitch on Macau has a shot. Look, yeah, his last album Nobody is named, top 10, too, as well. Yeah, it did. We're not even mentioning yeah. that you, because I mean, it's not you, in the Grammy with the Grammy um, contention. Yeah. I'm so. I'm, I do not disagree with the point. <laughs> I don't think Post Malone should be charting either. But um. side note, last thing I'll say on this topic too is if you are if you've came out of like like just a horrible upbringing and you're just trying to find a way out and you want to record a song called "Bitch on Macau" as opposed to go out and do some grimy shit, do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not hating absolutely. or judging look anybody doing it, at though. all. At I'm, not, I'm just I'm just as an example. I just want I don't want it to get lost in all this. The fact that like. There are economic pressures on people. Absolutely. There are other types of pressures on people that, you know, sure, bitch, I'll be a you know, <laughs> shit, 10 million. Cool. I'll sing it all day. I'm, I'm not hating on that, man. Look, I'm if, not yeah. judging folks if that's like, actually for any a reason represent, all, if, But if that's an actually representative of what you want to put out as art, if you're like, I, that's all right, cool. let me go do bitch on Macau <laughs> again. Like, you know, like the beef is bad. No, right I'm now, saying so. if it's, I'm, <laughs> if it's, I'm going to go do bitch on Macau or I'm going to go rob somebody, go do bitch on Macau. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not even mad at the bitch. You I don't know think know anybody's mad at the bitch. I wouldn't even. Bitch, I'm a bison. He he ain't mad at the heifer. Bitch, I'm a bird. That's a, that's the next. I'm, not, yeah. I'm just just you could just any animal. I'm gonna take this. this uh, Art's cool. Let's we, put it that way. Take, could, if you take it seriously, continue, people appreciate it. We could continue this conversation uh, <laughs> because I kind of wanted to address if, if it's relevant. If uh, people let maybe, let's save this for next time. But there, there's an a topic that we were talking about of uh, do people need to be popping in their city, popping quote unquote. And uh, the and to be selling out shows to be successful anymore. No, right. Mm-hmm. I, that's something yeah, that I want to talk about in detail later. Um, mm-hmm. But before we go, I, I definitely want to talk about the the king of R and B because you guys want oh, to yeah, talk about it. Yeah, so yeah. Well, well, I don't want to talk about. I'll let y'all. Talk well, you know about what? It. This like Bobby Brown. Real, right? this, this I know <laughs> you was gonna vote for Bobby Brown. <laughs> well, this 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 is what we're talking about. We're having to 
monetize your viral moment. So, because say what is as crazy as it was for Jaquees, that's the young man's name, to jump yeah. out of the window and say he's the king of R and B for this generation. I never heard of him. Any with a sound, Bob. Yeah. Uh, so for him to. <laughs> So, for but that's his viral moment, okay? Now, he better have some great records on deck for us to, um, for him to take his viral moment and take that viral moment and monetize it and get some spins like, on You the have air. to do that these days. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you're, you're going to do shit like that, you have to have, like, steps three, four, and five planned. Even if he's just Even out here trolling. Even for R&B. Has yeah. R&B gotten there yet? Yes. yes. I'll tell you so what, this An- is you think his, Anthony uh, Hamilton cares about any of that shit? <laughs> well, ha- Anthony he's Hamilton is more out. of a soul. He is R&B, but it's more of a soul. But he's established. He's established. He's not worried about what anybody yeah, thinks. You're right. Newer artists. This, is there a SoundCloud R&B section? section? I don't like, think so. Okay, just curious. This, this, this is the <laughs> moment in Menace to Society when when Bitch, he was pretty much about to get locked up and he was like you know you're fucked up right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is that conversation that people you are having with Jacquees now you know what I'm saying I mean you have regardless of what we think about R. Kelly R. Kelly's stamp in the R&B world is solidified right you know what I'm saying so he's a piece of shit he has good fucking music though. Great. I'm sorry. His music is incredible. To hey. Does he? Who real does? quick. Yeah, R- he does. Oh, I thought you said Jaquees. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, real quick. Like, Hold on. No, I'm not. Wrong. I'm not here caping for Jaquees. You have. So don't, don't you do have that. R. Kelly. You have Usher, who has at least two classic R&B albums, and he is still out here touring during this thing. Mm-hmm. You have Tank, which he, I wouldn't even say he's the the best or even classified as king of R&B, but he's doing his shit, doing his thing. You also have what about Sir? Sir is new. Yeah. He's not someone that's about to to hop off the porch and All say right. he's the yeah. best R and B artist. What about Marvin? Oh, is it? Is this? Did he? Was it? Was the? Was it current? He's saying like of this. Current he's saying of this current but, generation. Right. He, but I'm like, he's not better than Trey Songs. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you have is he you fading have one Neo? moment in time? Well, no, he's not better than Neo. This is how you create a viral moment, though. He Once definitely again. created the viral moment well, just, because um, people are checking and streaming his music now, which is, I hate to, to they, I, I don't like to, to use genius it. loosely, but it, it's a great marketing tactic. It's clever. It's not yeah, genius. Exactly. So people are streaming his music, making it go up. Mm-hmm. So he's looking better now, but still, he's not better than these cats that are really out here doing this R&B music. Miss to your with, point. Miss me with the bullshit. Bobby Brown is way <laughs> better than a Jacquees. I mean, you know, did, did you but see, even if you just did you say see how he picked up his dope bag on stage? Yeah, uh-huh. smooth that's as fuck. That's classic. Ain't nobody man. doing that. No. Yeah, nobody's doing that. He's not guy. First of all, I'm <laughs> the king of R&B. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's not guy. He's not. He's not even a black street level R&B singer. Yeah. So I mean, like, even if you just want to compare it to the guys in this generation, we want to take it to the Trey song or the guys who are still doing it, like the Ushers. I was like, dude, you got a long way to go. Yeah. All right. So Usher I mean, has classic shit. There are people who you know are, may not be into R and B, but they know Usher's. Yeah, they can Jacquees dance? Burn. Can look, he dance? Have you ever t- look? Do any of your songs talk the hoe out of a woman? If the answer is no, <laughs> <then> you <laughs> cannot be 
the king of R&B. There you go. So I'm just That's saying. That's it right there. I, Ice, Ice J.J. Fish might have a little on him. Yeah. He might. So hey. if, if you listen to any of the... If you listen to the Bobby Browns, the Ushers, the go back to Teddy Pendergrass and Marvin hey. Gaye, all of those records were out here talking the hoe out of somebody's auntie. So you just gotta uh, understand. Man. Teddy, Teddy was the first had had them throwing their panties on the stage. Yeah, boy, there are good good women, upstanding yeah. members, upstanding of the community. ladies. And this dude, this dude had Fine a good, ladies. He had a good two month run and wanted to jump off. Draws the ended up. On the, on the stage, stage. with his whack <laughs> ass. So, yeah. he been in he been in baby and Lil Wayne's shadow on Cash Money for about ten years. It seemed like, <laughs> <laughs> and now all of a sudden he had a song that's on the radio and he wanted to jump out the porch. Yeah, so. you know, sit his young ass down. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, uh, this is episode one hundred and eleven of the New Old Heads podcast. And this is one of the albums of the year, in my opinion. Miss me with J Rock. Yeah. Um. But yeah, for Jay Moore, uh, DJ Spools. Jay Diff, Red August, and myself, Longevity, Major 7th, who's in D.C. Uh, yeah, we'll see y'all next week. Make sure you check out all our sponsors and sign up on Patreon. Peace. Indeed. Peace. I'm the king of R&B. Bitch. <laughs>